Welcome back to Round 12, the podcast that will always be dedicated to growth, development, and motivational mastery. I am your host, Sensei Roger B. Hamilton. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of the Round 12 podcast series. Let's go get it. Bounce back. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. Back to reality.
What a bouncing ball can teach us about life after difficulty, loss, tragedy, or any damn thing else. Here's a news flash for you. Life can be hard sometimes. Actually, sometimes it can be as soul-crushingly hard as two rocks pounding together. And rarely do our difficulties get wrapped up in a pretty little bow like at the ends of, of a kid's movie. Still, experiencing devastating events or losses does not mean that your only choices are to break like an egg or lay down like a boxer after a knockout and give up on the rest of your life. I believe we all have a third choice. I believe we can all choose to bounce. What does bouncing have to do with living after feeling devastated? Let's start by looking at the word resilience. One of my favorite words in the world. The reason I love that word so much is because it comes from the Latin word resilere, which means to spring back or rebound. Think about that. When something hard happens, we can spring back. That doesn't mean we can spring back to exactly how and where we were before the traumatic experience. We can't do exactly that, really. By definition, surviving a traumatic experience or loss changes you. You will never be the exact same person you were before the event. Your life will never pick right back up where it was before and continue on the same trajectory. But you can rebound and discover in yourself new wisdom, new compassion, and new strength. Maybe even more strength than you ever thought you had before. The bounce is for growth. Now you might be thinking, screw growth. I just want my old life, love, family, friends, situation back. And I might tend to agree. It would be cool if life allowed us to rewind and rewrite our tragedies, our losses, and our mistakes. If only those kinds of wishes came true. Mad props to the Super Bowl. This idea of springing back into a new trajectory makes me think of the Super Bowls we played with as kids. Remember them? What happened when you threw them to the ground? They didn't break like an egg. They didn't sit there like a beanbag. They bounced. In fact, the harder you threw it, a.k.a. the bigger the trauma, the higher they would bounce back. All the energy from the trauma of hitting the ground was transferred to their electric guts and released in an explosion of growth. But if you remember... That explosion never sent the ball in an exact predictable trajectory right back into your hand. It wasn't a yo-yo. If your Super Bowl experience was anything like mine was, that ball flew off in new, unpredictable directions. In fact, trying to catch it was half the fun because you never knew exactly where it was going to bounce next. The possibilities of where it would end up were virtually limitless. Life after traumatic experiences provides us that same opportunity. You can be a Super Bowl. You can respond to the hardest things that happen to you with an emphatic, intentional bounce. Where that bounce takes you, you may not be able to predict. It might even take a few bounces to figure out the right place to land. And here's another important point. We're talking about a bouncing ball here not a rocket ship. Just when the ball reaches the top of its bounce, it inevitably starts falling back to the ground. And so it goes for our survivors. 
One moment you feel like you're on the rise and the next moment you feel yourself sinking back down. Each time you hit bottom, the force of the fall feels like a new trauma or a terrifying, heart-wrenching revisit of the original trauma. When you do finally come to a rest and the energy of the original trauma is exhausted, you'll find that where you land will be different than where you started. You'll be different and the world around you will be different and how you view that world will most certainly be different. And like the Super Bowl, you will not be broken. An important note here. Before you think I'm reading life like a, 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 after a traumatic experience or a great loss to simple platitudes like, come on, look on the bright side. You have all these possibilities in front of you. Don't get it twisted. That's hardly what I'm saying. The kind of growth I'm talking about doesn't come right away. It can be agonizingly slow and heartbreakingly exhausting. It requires the courage of a warrior and the self-compassion of a saint. Even the strongest, most resilient warriors don't necessarily bounce back right away or in a constant upward direction. Take another look at that Super Bowl. If you would watch it bounce in slow motion, you'd see that there's a moment when all the force of the throw flattens it to the ground. That's where the energy collects. If it were never flattened to the ground, it would never bounce. Adjusting to life after traumas and losses works the same way. You have to follow yourself to feel flattened because the flatness is where the transition to growth can happen if we let it. Help yourself bounce. While allowing yourself to feel flattened is important, there are things you can do to make your eventual bounce more likely and more fulfilling. Here is a small list of some of the things you can do to keep bouncing and think about your own list and how exactly you have helped yourself bounce back after a traumatic experience or loss. One, take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Exercise, read, pray, listen, and talk. Two, if you're comfortable, seek out a therapist you feel safe with. Building a therapeutic relationship with a professional can possibly be an important support for you, for you and, and create an opportunity to challenge old beliefs that may not be helping you now and give you a chance to learn and practice new skills related to bouncing. Three, train yourself to look for good and beauty. They say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but if you never consciously look for it, how would you know? And four, Surround yourself with supportive people who can lift you up, keep up with your ever-changing trajectory, and prevent you from crashing through a plate glass window. To use a military reference, it's probably like being in a foxhole together or getting across a body of water in the same small boat. You have some important issues in common at that time. No matter what, though, your bounce is your business. While you don't have to bounce alone, your bounce is your business. That's why the most important part of learning to bounce is giving yourself permission to be exactly where you are. Avoid the temptation to judge yourself or feel embarrassed or ashamed by the shape of your bounce. Everyone's bounce looks different and goes in different directions at different speeds to different heights. At the end of the day, 
Nobody, not your therapist, not your family, not your friends, nobody has a right to judge your response to a trauma or loss. Your response is yours and yours alone. You get to decide how you respond to your situation and how and when you begin bouncing. And you get to take the credit for any hard-won growth you experience. So, for what it's worth, my small pod talk today is about that same old resilience that I've been talking about all along. And like the song says, keep on moving, don't stop. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of Round 12. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May the worst days of your future be like the best days of your past. And may you continue to answer life's bell every time. Until we meet again, time.